All right, all right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Real News Talk today. The past the Robin L. Carver the second. I'm so glad you joined us here. Yo, before we get started, be sure to share this, like this, subscribe, whatever platform you're on. We're so glad to have a dear, long-time friend with us today. Uh, goodness, it's been I'm getting God. I guess I'm getting telling my age. It's been probably about uh, since ninety or ninety-one-ish. So that's been like thirty-one years. Oh my God! Oh, <laughs> I'm getting old. I'm getting old. <laughs> I want to bring on the screen here now. Is uh, Bridget. Lynn Perry, let's say amen for her. Let's say she come on here. Hold up, let me find her. There we go. All right, Bridget, how you doing? Hi, I'm great. Thank you. I'm blessed. How, how's it going? I'm blessed. I'm doing really well. Thank you. It's been a long time, no see. It's been a minute. It's and I mean minute. longer oh. than 60 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. Uh, met you back in, uh, let's see, Chattanooga, Tennessee. That's right. That to the scene, then you were in Nashville and then in Florida. So now, where you are now, what are you doing now? I am located in Atlanta. Okay. Uh, I believe I am southwest Atlanta in Douglasville, Georgia. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. So you're right outside. You know, it's kind of quiet, not too. Right. It's huh? in my country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, where are you originally from? I'm originally from Flint, Michigan. Okay. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Michigan, all in the cold, in the cold, Lord. In the yes, cold. Uh, Northern Viking for all you Viking fans out there. Oh, Lord. She's not a Detroit <laughs> Lions fan, I take it, huh? Say again? She's not a Detroit Lions fan, I take it. Oh, well, no. Well, I, I'm from Michigan, so I can be a fan. Okay. Why okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Now, listen. I, 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 I told, I told her before we came on the air. I'm, a, I'm my own host and producer. But now, your son, your son is like a what makes movies and stuff, right? He does. He's actually now he's actually a pastor okay. in the city of Dallas, Texas. Wow. They'll be launching their first uh, live service on the 26th of November. Wow. So Creation Church okay. All right. All um, right. is the name of the church. And um, he is moving forward, moving That's forward. Nice. Look at that. Look at that. I'm not going to ask you how old your son is. Because 32. Huh? He's 32. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Boy, boy, I, they grow up fast. I remember he was just a little youngster. He used to call me Nick the Carpenter. That's what he used to call me. Nick the Carpenter. <laughs> he used to call me. <laughs> Yep, that was my baby. <laughs> oh my God, time flies. So listen, I, I saw you and I have this podcast and we, you know, and I'm trying to bring people on that just can help others. Mm -hmm. uh, not necessarily anything bad, but I noticed uh, with a lot of your posts on Facebook, you know, and Facebook can, some people think Facebook is of the devil and sometimes it can be, but mm -hmm. it is a lot of fun. But at the same time, I think that uh, many people have allowed, been able to allow Facebook or use Facebook 
to really be if something is a tool, a mm-hmm. tool uh, to reach to others, to reach out to others. Um, sometimes for ministry, sometimes just for. Uh, sometimes it's, it's amazing how you could just be scrolling on your timeline, a time feed, and just see something somebody posts, and it reaches mm-hmm. out to you and it ministers to you. So I noticed uh, with all your tweets, I know you do some cro- crocheting or knitting or something like that, but I also I know you were you were laying out some deep some deep stuff for I'm assuming for women or just for people in general. Absolutely, anybody that that could use the information, that's who it was out there for. You know, it was self-healing, you know, it was um, self-revelation. But um, I found that later Mm -hmm. I got a lot of messages from people that really needed the information. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. At one point I thought, well, am I giving too much information? (laughs) You know, should I delete Um, this post? And each time that I had purpose to, to... just delete what I, you know, put out there. I was like, nah, somebody needs to hear this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. Now let's talk about that. Let's uh, let's talk about that uh, self healing and self aware. Let's talk about that for a minute. What what would you find now that um, as far as I'm finding that there's a lot of women and men, but we're gonna, well, I guess we're going to kind of focus more on women today that mm-hmm. are in a place of that needs healing. You know, they have a uh, uh, sometimes issues from the past and sometimes because of issues they're currently going through. Mm-hmm. And how do you balance that with reaching out to them, but then those who necessarily may not be in the church and try to reach some of them that some are in the church and some aren't, but how do you kind of balance that? And what, what, what do you do with that? Well, how I balance that is, you know, we all come from different walks of life, being mm-hmm. in the church, out of church, you know, you got to be able to reach not only church people, but um, people who don't even know mm-hmm. about church. Mm-hmm. Um, how do I? How do I necessarily? Uh, how do I balance that? Um, basically, the information is out there for people who have gone through uh, domestic violence, who are um, not only have gone through it, but are are continuing to go through it. Um, my message is, is not for church people because we don't really look for church people to behave in ways that, you know, Mm. foster those types of environments. But unfortunately, (laughs) you got a lot of that in the church where you have people that are abusing individuals, their wives, their husbands, you know, their children. So, you know, it, it varies. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, domestic violence is 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 no, it it's it's not set in stone in terms of who's going to experience right, it. Right. It's for it's for the um, the unchurched as well as the church. Unfortunately, right. so I don't know if you really if if you if you call that balance or not. It's just for anybody who needs the information, anybody that needs to know that um, it's unacceptable. Right. Now, now mo- both of us are raised in a uh, classical Pentecostal background in churches. Um, and so mm-hmm. I grew up in, the, and we probably grew up in the same time, on the same time where, 
you know, when stuff like stuff would happen at home or stuff would happen personally, they just say, come on, baby, just get on the altar and pray. Just come on, pray. Just come on. Come on, pray. Come on, baby. Just leave it at the altar. We're going to tarry. We're going to tarry till something <laughs> happens. <laughs> we're going to tarry. We're going to purge and all like that. Mm-hmm. But, and I, I, and I don't want to be uh, uh, against the church, but now, how effective was that back in the day? We're going to move it up to now. But back in the day with the, come on, tear at the altar, tear at the altar. You know, you say, this is what's going on at home. This is what's going on with children. And then you come to the altar, you talk. They, they say, get on the altar. Then you get out the altar. And all the time when you went back home, that that devil, that, that situation was still there. Was still there. Was still there. <laughs> I think without all of the, um, and I want to I wanna be able to say this without offending anyone. Right. Because, you know, it's folks that still believe in tearing and tearing yeah. for the whole mm-hmm. dose or whatever. But in this day and time, I, you know, when you do, when you learn better, you do better. Right. But back in those times, I, I do remember tearing for the Holy Ghost. I do remember uh, the saints um, spitting in your face and saying, pray, baby, pray, pray, baby. No one ain't needed a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Those women and men were were dedicated to praying you through. I mean, they stayed on that altar until they felt like you felt like felt something. Mm-hmm. Uh, till they felt a move of God, and you know, they say pray. Pray means uh, a push. Mm-hmm. They would say push. Mm-hmm. Pray until something happens. So, however long it took, if it took an hour, we gonna push. If it took two hours, we're going to push. I remember they had sleepovers at church. They <laughs> called it shut-ins. Yeah, yeah. We're going to shut the devil out, and we're going to bring, we're going we gonna to enjoy God inside this, this shut-in. Mm-hmm. And we would have services, I remember, and then we would uh, leave the services, and that same devil that we shut out <laughs> was waiting for us when we <laughs> When we came out of church, bless Ooh. my soul and all that is within me. <laughs> <Holy> man. Yeah. <laughs> so I see, yeah. you, you ask, how can I relate those times to this time? Like I said, when you learn better, you do better. We understand that it doesn't take, you don't have to foam at the mouth. You don't have to work hard at receiving something that's already yours. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is accept it and receive it. And, you know, it's it's there for us. You know, the Holy yeah. Spirit is there for those who who who, who desire it. Right. And I don't think you have to do a whole lot of um um animated animation mm-hmm. to 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 make that happen. You know, it was it's it's a gift and it's given to believers who right. ask. Now, now tell me this, because I know a lot of people, and especially in the black church and even in the black Pentecostal church, uh, like we were raised, um, we did not, we were not really proponents for counseling, therapy, um, mm-hmm. meditation, and all that type stuff. We, 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 uh, I wouldn't even say shied away from it. We actually kind of thought that was that was uh, that was too worldly that was too worldly you mm-hmm. just pray and you don't need all that but but w- would you say that 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 tide has changed or do you think that now that's becoming more acceptable in the church well i think 
um, that based on an individual circumstances, sometimes um, I think it is necessary. I don't think that people have to go to the extremes where they're, you know, they're using a method of antidepressant to get over whatever situation that they're going through. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think to use that as a substitution for prayer is, is not a good thing. Right. So there has, that's where balance has to come in mm -hmm. because um, are you saying that after you pray and ask God to help you recover from a situation that God is limited? Mm -hmm. Are you suggesting that using medications, using um, uh, methods of therapy is a substitution for prayer? Mm -hmm. You know, so that's where I believe one has to really have a relationship with the Lord mm -hmm. to determine is this God telling you that it's okay to do that? Mm -hmm. Now, I do believe that doctors are here. I believe that God has designed doctors. I don't believe that they have their knowledge on their own. I believe that um, they have the wherewithal mm -hmm. by the power of God. I, mm -hmm. I, I just believe that God, yeah. I really believe that God is in those sur surgeon's hands uh, it, being able to make proper diagnoses. Mm -hmm. um, I believe all that's a gift from God. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's phenomenal. Uh, the knowledge that these doctors and, and nurses, you know, the knowledge that they're able to obtain um, by reason of study and, and practice. Right, so right. Um, again, going uh, piggy and back or going back to your question, I think you have to be ever so careful not to use those methods as a substitute for prayer. Because right. I, I mean, because I think you dilute it, but I, uh, and some people will say, well, maybe, maybe prayer coupled with mm -hmm. therapy. Mm -hmm. Um, may be um, um, ideal. Okay. But in terms of therapy, I think that if a person is going to go that route, that I think that they should they should pursue Christian therapy because the bases um, are, I think they're going to be relatively same but different because mm -hmm. your, your Christian therapist is going to incorporate scripture. Right, right. With their, you know, their, with their methods of healing and, and getting one better. So. Yeah, yeah I, I think that that's uh, I think that that's that's good because if you have a, a balance of maybe one supplement and the other, mm -hmm. uh, Absolutely. because for so, for so long it seems like we didn't do it at all, we didn't believe it at all, and we stayed away from it. But then we noticed that mental illness and uh, domestic violence and mental health and all like that, it's there okay. in the church. Yeah, it's on the it's it's thick in the church. It really is. <laughs> yeah, the elephant in the room. You can't ignore it. And uh, you know, now tell me this because there was a, there was a video recently that, that went viral. You may have seen it. There was uh, uh, the Potter's house in Dallas where Bishop Jakes was. Looks like he was uh, the lady was. Some people think that maybe he was trying to cast the devil out of her okay. uh, during the service and everything, and he was kind of trying to get her to kind of behave and listen to what he was saying. So mm -hmm. some people had the criticism and everything. Some people thought maybe she wasn't even possessed. Maybe she was just having a nervous breakdown. A mental, a mental, there was some mental illness there. Okay. What would you say um, 
since we were talking about having the balance, when it comes to the the medication, and I know you, uh, medication and antidepressants, because I found that some people can use them and it helps them mm -hmm. while they're getting deliverance or while they're getting prayer. But mm -hmm. then another side of when they, if they stop too soon or if they stop cold turkey, then they start acting out. And people can sometimes um, think that that's a demonic something, but really, it's, it's, talk about that for a second, if you know, okay. or if you've seen that. Well, if you look now, at one point in time, this has been several years back, I was being treated for, you know, um, symptoms of depression. Okay. And um, I chose to continue to take that because one of the side effects, believe it or not, I didn't really call it a side effect. I call it a good effect because <laughs> it was weight loss producing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> So I believe they call it, um, um, there's another name for it, but I think most people call it Prozac. Okay. But what people don't understand is a lot of these antidepressants have adverse effects. Yeah. So while it's probably um, producing the, um, the expected effects mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for a given illness, be it depression, anxiety, or whatever, you have to read the label. You mm -hmm. have to read the side effects because oftentimes they'll tell you that if you're between this age and that age, use right. of this particular drug could cause uh, suicidal tendencies. Right, right. So that's why I say you have to be ever so careful, ever so prayerful. And I'm talking about folks in the church yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, electing to use uh, antidepressants because oftentimes they they may not work. Right. Okay. You know, everybody is not designed for every antidepressant that's out there. Right. You know, um, our you know everybody's body is different. Right. So, right. Um, and that's the reason why I say you cannot allow yourself to be dependent on any one mm -hmm. antidepressant because you don't know the short-term effects or the long-term effects. Wow. Wow. So. That's good. That's good. I, you know, I was wondering because, see, um, would you say, is there still a stigma uh, concerning mental health, mental illness uh, and mental health in the church? Like, or, or as far as when people are embarrassed to talk about it or embarrassed Absolutely. To, 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 to let somebody know they're taking some medication. And <laughs> I, I know one, 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 one young lady, she was, she was taking it. As long as she took it, she was fine. But then what happened was she stopped taking it because she didn't want nobody to know she was taking it. Okay. Said, well, nobody would have known you were taking it, but when you stop cold turkey okay. and you start acting out, Mm -hmm. Absolutely gonna say, hey, what's going on? What's going on? But mm -hmm. so, so one of the things I guess we have to get rid of this. Uh, do we still have to do some work and get rid of the stigma in church about? I believe so about. because you you know, uh, it's it's of the expectation of saints to believe that other saints don't need to use drugs to get well or to get mm -hmm. better mm -hmm. or to. Uh, use it as a means of um, what, what's the word 
I mean, but people deal. I mean, there are people who are solely depending, dependent mm -hmm. on antidepressants, right. and there is a stigma um, in the church where people feel like, oh, you know, she's not saved because she's electing to take, you know, medications. She's crazy. She's this and that. Uh, and unfortunately, we would hope not to be judged by saints, but I mean, it is what it is. Saints judge every day, <laughs> every day. And so I think a lot of times people may not even share that there's a there might be a, a, a mental illness or some type of uh, struggle mm -hmm. with the mind. It all starts with the mind, mm -hmm. but there's a level of trust um, that we should have among mm -hmm. saints of God that is not there. Um, at some point, I believe back in um, um, back in the days of old, I'll say when saints mm -hmm. were were really dedicated and truly, truly um, word driven, you know, they had do right on their mind 24 seven, mm -hmm. you know, constantly in the word, constantly fasting, constantly praying. Unfortunately, in this day and time, we have a form of godliness, but we <laughs> deny the power every day. Right, every right, day. So right, getting right. back, you know, rolling around uh, back to your question and, and as far as the, the stigma and, and antidepressants and stuff, people are afraid to talk about it in church right, because right. they don't want to be judged. Right, right. So, you know, until the church gets back on its knees and gets back to uh, a, um, a non-judgmental state, and I don't know that that'll, that'll ever happen, mm -hmm. you know, um, that's just going to be, that's going to be church life, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Cause I think that uh, a lot of times, like I said earlier, a lot of time we, we took everything with the devil. It's the devil. It's the devil. It's the devil. It's the devil. <laughs> It was carry the devil out, can't, can't. you're Satan the Lord, and all the time, but ain't Satan. It, 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 it's our mind, it's our emotions, it's our heart. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, Mr. Charles has a mission, the founder of Church of God in Christ. You know, he used to pray a lot of time. We cast the devil out of the mind, and the exactly. more and more as I got older and I got more seasoned in ministry and dealing with people and everything. I start to see and say, hey, you know what? He was on to something. <laughs> because he really was. He was on to something because your mind can create a situation to where you feel like what you're seeing or in your mind, you mm -hmm. know, is reality when it's not when reality. It's really not. Right. Absolutely. Uh, and that's neat. And so if you're not careful and balanced, if you're not careful, and that's why you have to keep, you know, you know, you don't have to pray for 20, 23 hours out of the day of the 24. But you mm -hmm. have to keep a prayer for attitude, absolutely, and, uh, you know, and know and know what your well. Here's one of the words they use a lot now: triggers. Know what your triggers are. Mm -hmm. Know what your weaknesses are, and then uh, govern yourself accordingly around those. Um, a lot of times we put ourselves in situations where we know what our triggers are, we know what our weaknesses, but then we don't guard against them. Absolutely. And absolutely. then when we get ourselves in a situation. Now we want to, you know. Exactly. And Pastor, um, and you you'll find too that a lot of these behaviors are repetitive. 
Mm. You know, they say insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting mm -hmm. a different result. Mm -hmm. It's in, it's insane to mm. keep doing it. But I think until one learns the lesson in it, you keep getting in, in, into the same the same relationships, the same predicaments. And then you wonder why you keep doing it. There's a lesson to be learned. Mm -hmm. What is it that we why we feel these insatiable desires mm -hmm. to continue to repeat the things that you know is not good for you. Right. You know, and like the Bible said, that will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he yes. trusts in thee. Mm -hmm. um, you have to ensure that your mind is in the right place mm -hmm. because I think that's the biggest attack on people. I mean, suicide I mean, particularly um, in this modern age is on, a, on the rampage. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking just adults. You're talking children mm -hmm. being bullied in school. Yeah. Teenagers just feeling like they, they don't fit the part being talked about because a boy liked a boy liked her better than her friend or whatever, right, you know, right, right. I mean, it's just different. Like you said, different triggers, um, that, um, that may, um, make a person, uh, tend to do, you know, do things and feel certain ways and whatnot. And if it's not, I mean, people tell you what kind of state they're in. They try mm -hmm. to tell you without telling you. So right. I think as adults, um, we need to really listen to our children. We right. need to listen to our friends. Listen listen to what they're not telling you. Right. Right. What they're telling you and what they're not telling you. <laughs> I mean, I think if we do listen with intentional listening, um, deliberate listening, and not just hearing, but I mean, really listening. People tell you, like all these, all these um, men that have gone into schools, that have gone into churches, and just, you know, just just decided to go on a rampage of killing mm -hmm. and whatnot. Mm -hmm. You have to see where they are. Oftentimes they are trying to, there's a cry for help out there yeah. that yeah. we're just not seeing. Mm -hmm. And I think that if we um, just allow ourselves to be just a little bit more in tune mm -hmm. with individuals and, and with prayer, right. I, I think oftentimes we may be able to save some people from mm -hmm. harming themselves yes. and others. Now, I know social media, and here we are even on social media uh, uh, ourselves now, but mm -hmm. how, how much is social media, because we didn't have that growing up, how much is social media now playing a part in the whole, the mental health, mental illness, suicidal, especially with the kids, mm -hmm. and Snapchat and Facebook and Twitter. Mm -hmm. You know, I, so last night I was online because everybody's getting all butthurt about Twitter now, and I, I, got, I just got tickled. I just got tickled because people are really losing their minds now. About yeah. Twitter. But how does that play a part social media? Have you seen that um, be affecting or has that changed, that kind of changed the dynamics a little bit to social media and uh, mental health and mental illness? Well, I think um, well, well, when we look at uh, different situations, and I, I'm 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 going to try to answer that question as best I can based on what my perception of what your yes. question is. Um, 
people tell you all the time there's an issue going on on social media, whether it be you just have to sometimes they tell you subliminally Mm -hmm. and sometimes they just flat out tell you, hey, I got some issues. I need y'all to pray for me. Mm -hmm. And then we so often say, well, we don't want to get in your business. We don't want to do this or we don't you know what I mean? That's the first thing I say right. is like, you know, well, I, you know, my heart goes out, but I don't want her or him to feel as though I'm trying to pry, mm-hmm. you right. know, because I like to be asked, you know, you know, can I talk to you or whatever? Right. And, you know, my door is always open right. um, and I'm available to talk, but I don't necessarily have to know anybody's personal business. Right. But right. then. You know, there's a fine line because if we're as, are, are, as Christians and ministers of the gospel, I mean, that we have a mandate yes. to to talk to these people, to kind of seek and find out what's going on with these people. You know, um, go ye therefore and teach all nations, yeah. you know, yeah. baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, all that good stuff. But mm-hmm. we have to dig. Sometimes we have to get our our hands and feet dirty and get in and find out if you're looking at something on social media that doesn't seem right. I mean, there are people that have blown their brains out on social media in front of people. Mm -hmm. People have literally, I remember uh, one particular instance where a, a guy had broke up with his girlfriend. He was in his car. He stops this older black male mm-hmm. and asked him to call his girlfriend's name out. I don't remember the name. And he repeated it. He said, repeat it again. Say so-and-so and so. He said, what? Well, so-and-so and so. He said, she's the reason why I'm getting ready to do this to you. So then the guy commenced to killing him. He killed him. Wow. He all over a woman. Mm-hmm. A relationship went sour. She decided she didn't want him anymore. So he decides to just go randomly, you know, to just go and just kill somebody at random. Mm -hmm. And it was an innocent, older black man. So, I mean, then you got one gentleman. There's another instance that was, I believe it was on social media. Because most of these people, they they want you to know, listen, this is what I'm getting ready to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Whether you're going to help me or not, I'm at the end of my rope. I'm at the end of the road. I didn't had all. This is the straw that broke the camel's head. Yeah. They fired me. So now I'm getting ready to fire some mm-hmm. folks. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. fact, I'm getting ready to, to take some people out of here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. One instance where the guy got fired from a news station. This was a couple years back. Mm-hmm. So he decides he's going to pay some folks back a lady right in the middle of her interview she was interviewing someone the guy comes up pops her about two three times kills her instantly and then he drives off and then ultimately kills himself so i mean people are telling you all the time now those are blatant murders right on social media Mm -hmm. but a lot of times People are telling us subliminally, subliminally that yes. something is wrong. There is a problem mm. and I need help. Yeah. And I, I just believe that we we just we need to be ready yes. for. I mean, we're living in the last days. Mm-hmm. The Bible said, and because iniquity shall abound, 
the mm-hmm. love of many shall wax cold. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, it's for reason out yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's amazing. And I think that, that everybody's so um focusing on themselves mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. even when they see somebody else is having I ain't got time for that. I'm I'm, I'm worried about myself. Right. I'm worried about my own and, and my boy we, no more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my boy no more. And so instead of taking the time and say, you know what? And if you try to reach out to them and they don't respond, okay, at least you know you tried. You right. know, you may not push it too far, but but, mm-hmm. but, but just everybody's so selfish now mm-hmm. uh, until we really got to take the time and look out for other people. Uh, Sister Bridget, before we go, I want you to pray. There may be a young lady, a young man, or somebody out there uh, yeah. that is going to be that's going to see this or hear this on Spotify or see this mm-hmm. interview down the road somewhere and just um, just say, to give them a little word of advice and just say a prayer with them because there's a lot of people that are hurting out there. Absolutely. And, and people, so if you go ahead, just have the Lord lead you. Absolutely. Woman, child, man, boy, you are something special to God. And I want you to know that if you are going through something, if you're struggling, if there, if 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 it's if it's a if it's a relationship gone bad, you need to understand that God has this has the wherewithal to help you get through. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. do not have to resort to harming yourself, to harming anyone else, your soul is at stake. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know that God loves you with a love that no man can put asunder. He loves you with an everlasting love. Yes. And he is there. He's there with open arms, ready to receive you like the prodigal son. You can always come home. And I want to pray with you that yeah. God will hold you in his arms mm-hmm. if you're hurting right now. And someone out there is hurting right now. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know that I feel your pain. I want you to know that I care and I love you with the love of the Lord. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you in earnest. I'm asking you to look over those that are hurting tonight, those that are in despair, those that have, that just feel like there's no hope. Father God, you said in your word to ask and it shall be given unto, unto you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be open. Father God, I'm asking you that you would just, just love on these people, that you would allow them to know that there are people that walk with you and talk with you and that that have yes, their yes. best interests at heart. Father God, I ask that you would open up their 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 ability to learn more of you, Lord. Give them the desire to be close to you, Lord, to learn of your will and your way for their lives, oh God. Let them know that even though the relationship went sour, that oftentimes that is your protection. That is your divine protection against something that would have eventually turned out yes, yes. Just, just with a major devastation. God, let them know that all things work together to them that love God, to them that are the called according to your purpose of God. Let them know how special they are. Let them know how 
precious they are. Let them know that their lives do matter. Not just black lives, Lord, but all lives, oh God. I ask that you would saturate them with your spirit right now, oh God, even as I pray for those who don't even know how to pray, who don't know what to say, who don't even really feel like they can talk to anyone, oh God, let them know that your ears are open unto their prayers and that you are there and that you truly love and care for them, oh God. Lord, I ask that you would that you would continue to just feed them, bring people their way, bring people who earnestly care for them. Lord, lead them to, to the right church, to the right man of God. Lord, send people that are, are willing to take time with these people. Lord, I'm asking that you would just comfort them, oh God. Yes, yes. Many of you all out there need need to be comforted. And the comforter has come. Yes, the yes. comforter has come. That's what I keep hearing. The comforter is here. Yes, yes, all yes. you have to do is receive it. The comforter has come. Cece Winan sings the song, The Comforter yes, has yes. come. And I pray, oh God, that you that your that that their that your strength would be made perfect in their weakness, oh God. I pray that you would just show them. Yes. Show them. Robert's iPad. Yes, yes, yes. Show them the way, oh God. Yes. All these blessings and others, I sincerely pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Thank you so much, Bridget. I'm so I'm so glad we were able to touch bases. I just when I saw that, I didn't know how the interview was going to go, and I didn't know how it was going. But the Lord knows all things, and I'm so yes, glad yes. Uh, God is going to use this to touch many. You all can reach out to her on Facebook. She's on there. Just look for Lynn Perry, and you, know, you better come to her right now. Don't come. Don't come. Come <laughs> correct. I have that real love and service button called release. <laughs> hey, glory. <laughs> you better come to she is from Flint, Michigan, y'all. Come on now. <laughs> 60 miles north of Detroit, and you know That's Detroit right. is going to play. No, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but I appreciate your time today. And like Absolutely. I said, share this, uh, share this on Spotify, share this on social media, y'all. And reach out to her if you need her. She can re- you can reach out to her privately and everything, and let her be a blessing. Thank you so much for joining us for this. God bless. My Thank pleasure. You. Peace. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs>